Light a campfire and everyone's a storyteller. Join us for some thought-provoking and beyond fireside chats. Hello and welcome to Leave Our World a Better Place. My name is Kasha and today I'll be chatting to and beyond guests Laura and Michael, who join us to reminisce about their African honeymoon, as well as to share some tips and tricks for couples looking to create their own unforgettable adventure. Thanks for having us. Fantastic. Seeing as we're talking about honeymoons, obviously... To start off with and to set a bit of a scene of, of who you guys are, could you tell us a little bit about yourselves as a couple, where you're from, who you are, how you met, when you got married, just to set the scene? Sure. Well, Laura is from Queens, New York. I'm from Greenwich, Connecticut. We met in Manhattan, actually at a bar. We didn't exchange numbers at that time. And ironically, we went home on the dating apps. We found each other again and you know set up a date from there. Um, that's how it all started pretty much we were together for about five or six years before we got engaged and then what is it is that correct am I not right I apologize I think it was three or four years before we got engaged (laughs) and then another two years before the wedding so we got married in October of 2019 just before COVID we got married at a vineyard in upstate New York in the Hudson Mm -hmm. Valley yeah yeah. And some nice foliage and everything. We kind of did mm-hmm. one of those do-it-yourself weddings where you get to pick your own caterer and your own florist. And you kind of just rent the space and build your whole vision. That was nice. Yeah, that sounds really beautiful. So I can see from that, the pick-it-yourself, do-it-yourself thing. I wonder if that's an approach that you guys sort of uh, took through to your honeymoon. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Uh, Laura is definitely a researcher, especially when it comes to travel. She's mm-hmm. booking stuff way in advance and doing research all the way up until the day about the best restaurants, the best places to go visit, the museums to check out. So I think that definitely factored into how we booked our honeymoon for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how we narrowed it down as well. Just looking at different resorts and destinations based on time of year. We postponed our honeymoon just, you know, as Americans, we don't have a ton of vacation time. So we waited until January of 2020. So really just Mm -hmm. right before COVID. And yeah, we just researched places based on time of year and kind of went from there. Mike has actually been to Africa before he went when he was younger. Yeah. Um, And he raved about it. So it was definitely at the top of our list. And we considered, you know, Bali and other places. We knew we wanted to go somewhere far just Mm -hmm. because it's a big trip. So we wanted to go somewhere we normally wouldn't go, you know, like the Caribbean or anywhere close to home. So we narrowed it down that way. And then we kind of Mm -hmm. thought about what our dream trip would be. Mm -hmm. And we felt, you know, Bali or somewhere like that, we could save for down the line. So that's how we landed on Africa. We definitely wanted to combine adventure with a little bit of relaxation towards the end. So we did a couple of weeks of the safaris and we went to the Seychelles for the beach. Lauren mm-hmm. touched upon yeah. I went when I was younger in college and had a blast. One of the reasons that drove us back was I saw a quote somewhere that said, if you could only visit two continents in your lifetime, visit Africa twice. <laughs> and I think that really resonated <laughs> with me. Oh, that's amazing. And Laura, was it hard for Michael to persuade you to come to Africa or was it something that you'd always been interested in as well? No, it was always something I was interested in. We're not really, I guess, lay on the beach type of people. It was nice to combine the two, but I was more than happy to go for Africa, especially because he had been before and he just raved about how he loved it. And you, know, you see all the images online of the safaris and it's really just an experience you can't get anywhere else. 
So I think that's what it made it stand out even from the typical beach trips. The Seychelles was beautiful too. But again, you know, laying on the beach, you can do it in so many places Mm. and Africa And the safari is, I guess, one of a kind. Didn't take a, a long time to sell me on that one. <laughs> That's fantastic news. Okay, and in terms of what you were looking for, how did you approach it? Did you want it to be similar to other vacations that you'd taken as a couple? Or was this something that had to stand out and be completely different and like a really wow beginning to your married life? I think we wanted something to stand out for sure. We tend to travel a fair amount. And we wanted this one to really stick out in our memories and look back when we had kids and they're like, wow, that one really suck out. Whenever we try to do a vacation, we mentioned we like to do mm. a, a adventure with, you know, relaxation in the end before we come home back to our stressful jobs. So, you know, that was a big factor that played into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In terms of the research that you did, obviously you've spoken a bit about Laura being the one who, who does a lot of the, the researching and finding out. Laura, is there anything specific that you go to? You know, do you look on the internet? Do you read articles? Do you have Do you have a repository of knowledge when you're starting your research process? I follow a lot of travel magazines, so I kind of start there, but then I utilize TripAdvisor as well. And then also, I do have a ton of friends who travel, so I kind of base it off their experiences as well. You know, we get recommendations from other people. I have a few friends who did Africa mm-hmm. for their honeymoon as well. So we kind of based it a little bit off that in terms of where we wanted to go, but then also a, a lot of TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. And you said you started the process looking at the time of year and sort of narrowing it down from there. Laura, once your research kind of led you to look at a specific destination, did the both of you agree on it quite quickly or did you sort of have to compromise about where and how long for? We talked about it a little bit. Like he had been to Africa before, obviously. One of my things was that I wanted to go somewhere he hadn't been specifically. So based on the countries he had been to previously, we kind of went from mm-hmm. there. And that's how we landed on Kenya. Okay. And once you decided yeah. on the destination, how did you go about actually putting the details of the trip together? So I guess when we decided on Kenya, we wanted to expand from there since we were coming all the way to Africa. I did go to South Africa last time I visited when I was younger, you know, fell in love with Cape Town. Uh, so I pitched that to Laura and we included that into our trip as well. And then we went to Kenya. We went to the Maasai Mara, yeah. which is right in Kenya. And then we went to the Seychelles after that. We, you know, like I mentioned, we wanted to do a little bit of adventure. We incorporated a little bit of the city winery mm-hmm. aspect of uh, Cape Town and Stellenbosch. And then we did the relaxation part in the Seychelles. So we kind of got a little bit of everything mixed in there. Massamara was the once in a lifetime opportunity. Hopefully not once in a lifetime, but <laughs> it, feel, it felt that way. It was a magical place for sure. It's, it's actually amazing that you, that you mentioned that. There's so many people that I speak to all the time. And a lot of guests to Africa who always think about it as that or talk about it and plan that once in a lifetime experience. And then once they've been, they just can't wait to come back. So hopefully you do get to. We were saying that while we were there. We're like, when can we come back? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you've spoken a bit about the destinations where you ended up going. Did you have any specific expectations before you left? You know, it's funny because a lot of times when you do something, your memory builds it up to something better than it was. So. I went in there knowing that it was going to be awesome, but I was a little apprehensive that it wasn't going to meet the first time, but it definitely exceeded it. I I feel Mm -hmm. like it gets better every time you go. 
Uh, I mean, I definitely saw some similar things as I did from the last time, but it's still just as mind-blowing as the first time you see it. Laura was the first time you went to Africa, so you might have a different you know, opinion or experience. But you- I mean, I had huge expectations as well, just because you raved about it. You know, since we met, you were talking about this trip and how much you loved it. I mean, I saw the photos that you had posted. So I thought it was going to be great and it did meet those expectations. I mean, yeah, he, he's right. Even when we were there, we were, you know, thinking about another milestone in our relationship where we can come back again. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Hopefully there'll be plenty of opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, being that this was a honeymoon, there were also some special touches and a couple of additional things that went into making your experience so special. Can you talk about what some of those things were, whether they were sort of special honeymoon touches or whether they were something that would have been part of the experience anyway? What were some of the highlights? What were some of the things that made your trip stand out so much? One of the biggest things for me, and I mean, not even in a romantic sense, was just when we got there, we got to know uh, one of the bartenders who worked there. His name was Jonathan. And right off the bat, he learned both of our names. The entire staff learned both of our names. And it kind of felt like a little family being at the camp. A lot of the travels we've done previously have been in mm-hmm. hotels or villas. And you don't really get to know anybody one-on-one. But we had three meals a day down at the camp. We had our yes. driver, Anne, take us out. And it just felt like a family. We were all on a, you know, a nickname basis with them. Yeah. (laughs) That's how close we In terms of honeymoon type special touches, I remember coming back to the room once and we had this, uh, you know, big freestanding bath and it was kind of almost in Mm -hmm. uh, like a greenhouse type, you know, covered with glass on all three, four sides. And it was filled with, you know, rose petals and candles and all that. So that was also a nice touch. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. That was nice. Oh, lovely. And in terms of the things that you did or saw on the safari, is there like a special experience or something that for you will always live on in your memories? A favorite moment? Wow. Uh, There was quite a few favorite moments on the safari. We were actually fortunate enough, as gruesome as it is, we saw a lion hunt a warthog. And that was definitely going to stick into our heads for a while. Another magical moment actually was when we finally saw a leopard on the last day, which we were, you know, stalking for a while. I was super, super excited because the first time I went to Africa, I didn't get the chance to see one. And uh, that was definitely a magical experience. It was definitely surreal for sure. Mm. There's a lot of moments of excitement too. I mean, even for me, I had never been on a safari before. So just, you know, (laughs) you're in this open air Jeep and it's just, you know, mind blowing when you pull up right next to a lion and they kind of don't even acknowledge that you're there. It almost yes. feels like you're only 10, 20 feet away. And it's just a, a surreal moment. Yeah. I mean, even just the lighting, the, the the sun hits the earth differently there and you find yourself like mm. feeling part of a picture. It's crazy. You'll just be mm-hmm. driving along and just the light just hits the ground differently than it would anywhere else, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Even even for somebody who lives in Africa, I think Kenya has got an absolutely magical aura and that really, really beautiful light that you're talking about. It's really amazing. Now, Michael and Laura, obviously yeah. you you chose to go through and beyond for this special experience. Can you talk me through what made you decide to choose and beyond and what do you feel are some of the benefits in working with a tour operator rather than trying to do everything yourself? Sure. I mean, well, we work with local 
travel agencies just didn't work out for a couple of different reasons. One of them being that, you know, I feel oftentimes if you're not in Africa or know the proper ways to do things in Africa, they kind of put you into these boxes of package deals and you kind of get pushed into doing certain things that you might not want to do or you don't even know about because they're not as experienced. So you kind of feel like, wow, I'm spending you know money on this trip that I'm going to be supposed to be remembering for the rest yeah. of my life. But you kind of feel pressured into a couple of different things. And during the process of Laura's amazing research, we found and beyond. And we reached out to, to you guys and specifically Jojo. And she helped us from start to finish with all the possibilities of things that we could do. And, you know, we narrowed it down over time. And, you know, between Laura's research and Jojo helping us out, you guys really helped us plan an amazing honeymoon for sure. Mm. So you really feel that the destination knowledge and also perhaps that element of personalization is something that's really important. For sure. I mean, you guys were very knowledgeable about all the different parts of Africa and, you know, helped us uh, establish what parts are best to go to in certain times of the year or what we're looking to see and how we can accomplish that, you know, how long we're going to be in certain areas and if it would be beneficial to stay a couple more days or one less day or where to focus our efforts. And I, I mean, it definitely helped us out for sure. We felt very confident going into the trip. And I don't think there's really much that we would have changed. Mm, okay. That was going to be my next question. You know, if you had to do it again, is there anything that you'd want to do differently? Other than extending the trip, you know, in general, <laughs> and being able to stay longer. I think, to be honest, I mean, we are very split between like, you know, city, beach and the whole experience. But I think mm -hmm. that I probably would have extended our time in both Cape Town and Kenya and maybe shortened the Seychelles a little bit or picked a, a beach destination a little bit closer so that we could spend more time in Kenya or in the Maasai Mara. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree with her. I mean, if we could have snuck more things in, that mm -hmm. would have been great. But I just, you know, we've been on plenty of vacations where we felt rushed in the past, where we felt like we were constantly traveling. So it was good to spend in a week or so in each location. Like Laura said, if we could have spent more time in Africa, it would have been nice to go to a couple more camps or yes. possibly check out another country like Rwanda. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, always something to think about for the future then. Yeah, that's why we're thinking about coming back for another time. <laughs> Amazing. Now, for other couples who are planning their honeymoon, do you have any tips or advice that you think you'd like to share with them? Uh, yeah, I mean... I would definitely say take your time, do your research, and figure out what you really want out of your honeymoon, and then go from there. Find yourself an and beyond a representative to help you out, and um, you know tell them what you're looking for, and really make sure that you know you're getting everything you want in there. Otherwise, you know it's your honeymoon. You only have one of them, hopefully, so you want to make it the best you can. Like I mentioned earlier, we you know we spoke to local travel agencies in the beginning and weren't completely satisfied. And then when we met Jojo from and beyond, she really helped us organize our thoughts better and, you know, take it from mm -hmm. there. And we were definitely happy with the end results for sure. I think it is important as well just to think about what your ideal honeymoon is and, and to start from that. Like I said, we even pushed ours three months out after the wedding. We weren't in a rush to go away. Mm -hmm. You know, we knew we wanted to do it January into February. And that was the time of year we wanted to be in Africa. And then another thing, we also wanted to go to Giraffe Manor. That was a big bucket list item for me. 
So we also plan the trip around that availability. So I think just figuring out what your perfect vision of a honeymoon is and then Mm -hmm. moving things around to make it happen. It's best not to rush it. Like I said, it's once in a lifetime. So take your time. It doesn't need to be exactly right after the wedding. If you want to do something because of better timing in Africa because of the great migration or whatever it is, I would say do it right. You know, don't rush it. Well, that makes perfect sense. So basically have a clear idea of what you would like the end results to look like and then find somebody who can help you make it happen. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> okay. To wrap up with, you've mentioned that you would like to come back to Africa at some time, but obviously that's not the easiest thing to do right now in terms of COVID. But do you have any travel plans at the moment? Where to next for you? Right now, we ha- actually, we're going to Florida at the end of the week, but that's just for a long weekend. We actually do have, it's funny, Laura and I share the same birthday in October. And ironically, <laughs> wow. our anniversary is our birthday. Uh, we got married on our birthday. So <laughs> we're celebrating all in one in Hawaii this year. Oh, amazing. Yeah. We actually had planned, we were hoping to go for our 30th birthday, our one year anniversary last October. Um, So we were hoping Mm -hmm. to fly to Japan, spend a week in Tokyo, a week in Kyoto, uh, then fly on to Hawaii and then come back to New York. So we wanted to push that out to this year, but it looks like Japan is off the table as of now. So we're uh, Mm. heading to Hawaii. Staying domestic. (laughs) (laughs) that's a pity but at least with the you know there's so much scope and so much range in the u.s that there's also plenty of places for you to explore there i'm sure for sure we tried to do that a little bit this year you know being on the east coast we have a lot of options to fly to europe pretty easily as just as easy almost as it is to fly to california it's almost the same distance and you know same price so we found ourselves often flying you know to paris or england or italy where where lauren and i's family are from rather than going to somewhere in the U.S. So this year actually really gave us an Mm. opportunity to explore the U.S. a little bit more than we normally do. Uh, We went to Utah. We went skiing this year, which was nice. So Yeah, it definitely, I guess, changed up what we normally do. Like Mike said, we do a lot of international traveling, much more than domestic. I think part of it is we both grew up in European families. I'm first-generation American, so... We were always going back to visit family and things like that. So I guess the bittersweet, it's pushing us to explore a little bit more of the U.S. Which we're definitely excited (laughs) excited about. We've been talking about it forever. (laughs) That's amazing. And when you do next get to go to Africa, do you have any ideas about where and what you would like to explore then? We talked about it while we were in Africa last time. It would be nice to check out a couple other and beyond sites, maybe in Tanzania or I think we definitely want to do Rwanda for for the gorillas. Yeah, it would be my third time, but I wouldn't even mind going to Cape Town again and doing that. Mm -hmm. What else would we do? I mean, last time I went, I went to Zimbabwe, Zambia, Botswana, and and South (laughs) Africa, which were all awesome. And I wouldn't mind going back to, you know, checking out those as well. Maybe even Namibia or something like that. A couple different options. We'd have to talk to Jojo again to help sort our brains out. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, so many, so many fantastic places to explore. And um, I can see that you've got a real passion for travel. And I'm quite sure that you'll get a chance to start ticking them off your bucket list again, one by one. Oh, yeah, we have a um, a big world map in our living room with pins in it of all the places that we've been to together. So we need to get a couple more in there before we get we, uh, decide to have kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, with, you know, with your birthdays and your anniversary in October, I think, you know, that's the perfect excuse to come back for another Africa trip very soon. If you'll have us, we'll come. (laughs) Of course we will. (laughs) 
Laura and Michael, thank you very much. It's been really, really great talking to you and just getting a brief idea of your travels with us and how you planned things. And I hope you get a chance to visit us again soon. Sure. Thank you for having us. We can't wait to come back. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening to Leave Our World a Better Place. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that you never miss an episode. If you'd like to find out more about And Beyond, please log on to our website at andbeyond.com.